Welcome to Child Free Chats, a show where we chat about all things child free. The good, the bad, and the thank God I don't have kids. This show is dedicated to those who have chosen a child free life, and some topics may be sensitive for those who are on the fence or who are childless, not by choice. This show is not suitable for children. Hello, hello, everyone, especially you, including and especially you. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Child Free Chats. I'm your host, Tiara, and I actually don't have anything interesting or fun facts or weird stories or anything that's happened to me in my life over the last couple of weeks that I want to share with you. <laughs> so this is a little PSA that to say that even if nothing is going on in your life, sometimes that's okay. And sometimes nothing is actually perfect. And it's just what we need during certain times of our lives, especially right now, because at this time we are about to head into the holidays and I'm taking this moment to fully appreciate and enjoy the fact that nothing is happening in my life right now, which is great. So, all right, folks, I'm feeling a bit sassy, so I'm not apologizing in advance for the opinion I'm about to share. My birthday is coming up soon, November baby. And while I'm only going to be 36 in this year of the ox, which is my Chinese zodiac sign, any other November babies or any other ox people, hey, what's up? I've been having a lot of thoughts about purpose. And I know I'm not old, but work with me, go with it here. I'm thinking about purpose a lot, like life's purpose. And before you roll your eyes, the way that I mean in that I'm thinking about it is definitely not in the sense that I'm pondering what my purpose is without children. Like, trust me, I have reconciled that one and I'm good. But I have seen a lot, like a lot, a lot of posts on Facebook of normal people genuinely wondering if others are feeling this sort of midlife crisis because they don't have kids. Some people have gone so far as to say that they are struggling to find out what their purpose is, while other others question what their legacy will be for them to leave behind. And this is what's causing them angst, their stress, they're anxious and down. Hell, they're, they're considering having kids, y'all. So to settle this feeling of not leaving behind a legacy and that realization coming to them once they hit their, I don't know, I don't know how old these people are, but I would venture to say mid to late thirties is probably when that sentiment would hit you, I'm guessing. So they're questioning and confused about what their legacy will be or what their purpose is when they don't have kids. And they're going, maybe am I supposed to have kids? Because that's what, I mean, other people are finding their legacy. Other people are doing it for this reason. So it's this whole, um, what are you leaving behind kind of thing? But this is where I have a problem. A midlife crisis, for lack of a better term, because I hope my thirties and early forties isn't midlife, sounds plausible. It's legit. I personally have been feeling 
different feels lately. Um, I don't think it's actually because of my age. For me, it's more about the realization of life experiences that I know I won't be able to reach before I die. So I guess that is kind of an age thing because, because I am getting older and I know there are things that I'm not going to be able to do. Anyway, my crisis is that I haven't seen enough places or helped enough people or learned enough information or read enough books. Have I made my end of life friends yet? You know, the ones you retire with and go on cruises with when you're 70. Have I fully set myself up for old age in the first place? You know, we obviously have started to plan financially, but am I ready? Do I feel like I'm living my life to the fullest, trying new things, doing things that scare me? So, okay, so I guess this podcast could count. So yeah, I'm sort of doing things that scare me, <laughs> um, uh, but making sure that my routines help me, but they don't hinder me. I just had this discussion with Nathan last night, and I'm worried that I can already feel my memory playing tricks on me. And none of us know what age-related illnesses or ailments await us before we feel like we have accomplished all that we want to accomplish. Part of my reasoning for not wanting children is because you do see so many, not all, but many parents who lose themselves. They no longer have their own interests. They don't do things for themselves nearly as much as they should. And when they do, it's just a treat. For a lot of people, having children means an end to their dreams in order to help facilitate someone else's dream, namely their children. And I don't want that. So my recent fears are, am I doing all the things that I didn't want to give up when I decided that I don't want children? These are the things I think about, and I'm suddenly just hit with that whole selfish thing again. And when it comes to midlife crises, I think that word works, but I also don't think it, it quite hits the mark. Selfish, kind of, yeah, but for me, I see it as self-care. I only get one of these. I only get one life and hopefully it's long and healthy, but even if it's not long and healthy, that's even more of a reason to pay attention to these thoughts, the thoughts of, am I fulfilling myself? Am I making sure that when I get to my deathbed, I feel like I have done what I wanted to do? Maybe they're not actually midlife crises. Maybe they're periodic check-ins to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Your body and your brain will not cease to remind you that you only have one, at least for me, maybe not for you, actually. I'm sure there are probably a lot of people out there who are like, don't care if I go, or if you believe in reincarnation, you're like, that's cool. I'm going to come back and whatever. But for me, like I'm constantly thinking of, I've only got one. I've only got one. This is it. This is all I've got. So it's like a little calendar, like little calendar alerts to be like, Hey, Tiara, not to rush you or anything. You've got plenty of time, hopefully, but it might be a good idea to start thinking or planning for some of these life experiences that you want. And in your early twenties, it's like, okay, snooze, right? But we're not snoozing it anymore. We're listening now. I'm in my thirties. I'm in my mid thirties, mid to late pushing, you know, and not that I'm scared of getting older. I love the age that I am now, but 40 is going to be here before I know it. So anyway, <laughs> But coming back to where I have a problem, I'm all for, holy shit, I'm dying. I need to live my life to the fullest, fully support that. But a lot of those Facebook posts that I was seeing revolved still 
around children and legacies. I find this odd for people who don't want children in the first place. A legacy? Now, I know this is a heavy word, but it fits here. The only people who I can comprehend having an existential crisis about not leaving behind a legacy are narcissists. There's a, there's a quote, and you know me, I don't freaking Google as much as I should before I do these things. I leave it to you. If you want to know, you can go Google it yourself. I have no idea where it's from, but there's a quote, and it might be rap lyrics, if I'm honest, um, that basically it says that you die twice. The first time is when they put you in the grave, and the second time is the last time that someone says your name. First of all, I don't see why this is soul crushing for people. (laughs) You'll be dead. Who cares? Who cares how many times people talk about you after you die? Many, 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 many a good person, amazing, life-changing women, pivotal and influential men, pioneers who don't identify, and even children have come to this earth and gone without leaving behind legacies to make sure their name lives on for the rest of us to continue to idolize and worship. A quick example um, that I could think of is the countless men and women across the world who have served in our militaries to fight wars and injustices, many of whom, thinking back to like the world wars, were too young to even have children. You don't know their names, but were their lives any less worthy because they didn't have children to remind of their parents, grandparents, great-grandparents' service? No, but they were all equally as vital to our history. And second of all, I've said this about parents who want to raise the next cancer-treating human or raise someone who will change the world somehow. If you want to leave a legacy, be a fucking legacy. Don't tell me your child will be the light that the world needs to end human suffering. Get off your ass and do something yourself. If you look up popular quotes on leaving behind legacies, most of them encourage everyone to just be good people or do something worth remembering, not necessarily have children. I'd venture to say that about 95% of the quotes I did look up, I did look those up. 95% of the quotes that I looked up said nothing about having children when it comes to leaving behind a legacy. If you can sit there and say that you're sad because you won't leave a legacy behind, but you don't volunteer for any causes, you don't show up to your town's community meetings, you don't stand behind or support political and non-political matters that are happening right now, or you don't find some way to be a service to the world around you, then you don't want to leave a legacy. You just don't want your name to stop being said, and you want your genes to keep going. Okay, and I do just want to say something quickly about when it comes to cultural aspects as far as feeling like there is this requirement to leave behind a legacy. I just want to touch on that really quickly because as someone who was not raised or didn't have any kind of cultural expectation on me. I don't feel like I'm qualified to speak on that. Um, So if you do come from a background where 
legacy is important and you were brought up with that and it's part of you know sometimes the nurture is it's very strong and i understand that so if that is you and it's more than just you're like char it's not just about me leaving my name it's me leaving my parents name and my grandparents name and etc cetera, etc cetera. i would say that first of all you know i i I think it's terrible that you'd be put in that type of position, but I think that there is something that you can do as far as finding other people in your community who are the same as you. And I think talking to other people who come from your same background or who understand the cultural aspects that I don't understand, those would probably be better people for you to talk to. And I mean, absolutely no offense by this podcast when I say get over yourself and stop worrying about your own name, find someone who understands what you're going through. Because for me, the cultural aspect, not even there. So, so I can't speak on it, if that makes sense. Think about it this way. How many people out there have multiple kids who have multiple kids, legacy on legacy on legacy, and it takes approximately two generations for their contributions to stop mentioning them at all. For example, I'll use myself. My grandparents had four kids, and from that, they have six grandkids and so far one great-grandchild. When my grandparents die, I will probably never really speak of them again. That'll be it. And not even to be mean, just because I won't have much to say and who will care if I do say things about them. I know many, many people who didn't even know their grandparents. So where's their legacy? They're all but forgotten when they die. The people who will continue to sing my grandparents' praises are the people who my grandparents have touched throughout their lives and the work that they did in their community. You don't just bear a legacy, y'all. You have to cultivate it. I love to volunteer, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that volunteering is the best thing that you can do for the world around you, we need less selfish people. And if you want a way to find, to be a little bit less selfish, volunteer. You can do it from your home if you are unable to get out or don't have the resources to go out and find things in your community. You can do it online. There's a lot of ways that you can volunteer that don't involve getting out and stressing your body or stressing your brain or whatever it takes or whatever it is that you're scared of or that is putting up roadblocks for you. There's a lot of things that you can do to get around that anyway, off my soapbox now, not to toot my own horn, but I love to, I do love to volunteer. And if I see a wandering animal, I'm trying to find its owner. If I see a car accident, I literally have, and will continue to pull over and run to the scene to see if there's anything I can do. If an old lady trips on the sidewalk, I'm carrying her groceries all the way home. If a kid looks lost, I might not like children, but let me help you find your parent. Homeless guy on the street, let me buy you lunch. Friend needs a place to stay during a tough time. My home and all of my food and all of my alcohol are open to you. And I just want to be clear about something really quickly, because if you're listening to this and you're going, oh, Tara, like I, I give back to my community or I do X, Y, Z to be a better person or to help in some way, in the ways that I can, but they're not the ways that you're talking about. I just want to be very clear because I went to a yoga convention type of thing once. And so they had this 
festival going and all these stalls and blah, blah, blah. This is in Sydney a few years ago. And I'm walking through and one of the stalls was for some sort of save the wild, save the rainforest, donate your money kind of thing. And I've never been the type of person to donate a lot of money. I think for me, my thing is more about giving my time um, when it comes to talking about volunteering or giving back to the community, uh, mostly because I've never really put in a lot of time to research and find out which organizations I really truly support. And I know that my money is going to be going to a good place. If you donate your money, that's amazing. And I think that you should because everything needs money. But at this time, this particular organization I've probably heard of, it's probably really popular. I don't know. It's like the WWF or something like that. Is that a wrestling? Anyway, so, you know, this, I'm walking by and this guy's like, Hey, you know, do you have a spare second and a spare hundred dollars to, you know, donate to this organization? And I was like, no, I'm going to keep walking, you know, thanks, blah, blah. And he basically berated me for not stopping and giving money. He's like, do you not care about the world? Do you not care about what's going on around you? And, you know, global warming and dying animals and, you know, burning down rainforests and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hang on a second. You don't know what I do. You have no idea what I do for my community, the countless hours and time and money and effort that I have put into different, a, a different cause. So I just want to say very quickly and make it very clear that if if what I'm mentioning, these are just my examples. So you don't have to go out and do what I'm doing to make it feel like you're leaving some legacy behind. We all have different causes. We all have different fights. We all have different things that mean, you know, something to us. And that's why I think it's very important to find something that means something to you because everything out there, if we all were fighting the same cause, there would be things left in the dark or left in the dust. You know, some things wouldn't get the attention that they need if we all were only focusing on global warming. So yes, in saying that, I don't want it to come across like I'm like, all you, you know, to leave behind a good legacy, you have to do what Tiara is doing. That's not it at all. Find what, what works for you and make a legacy of your own. It does not have to be what I do. It doesn't have to be what Bill Gates does. It It's whatever works for you. So I just wanted to be very clear on that. I'm a big advocate of helping your fellow human. If you want to leave a legacy, touch someone's life and they will go to their deathbed thinking of how you, kind, nameless, faceless person, helped them when they needed everything. And so this brings me back to I know it's kind of like super preachy right now, but the point is here for those of you who, and I I know a lot of you actually are probably a little bit more like me who are like legacy schmegacy, like who the fuck cares? I honestly don't care about leaving behind a legacy. It's never been something that it's never been something that I've gone. Oh my God, no one's going to say my name again, or what's going to happen to my genes or, or what am I going to have to show when I die? Like honestly, like I'm going to be dead. Like, I'm not even going to like, like think like, honestly, think about it. It makes no sense. You're going to be dead. What do you care? Unless you plan to 
reincarnate back into your own like family or community. And then you go around and spy on people and you're like, oh my God, this person was talking shit about me. Oh my God, that person loved me. Like, what do you care about your legacy? When it comes to leaving a legacy, and if your thought is that the only way that you can do that is by having children, imagine the pressure that you're putting now on children. Okay, not you, you, but like us, we imagine the pressure that's then put on these children because they are being born to be legacies. Do you know what I mean? Just the way you feel pressure now to have children or to leave behind some sort of legacy because it's been impressed upon you possibly all of your life for decades and decades going back in history, centuries even going back in history, it's put an immense amount of pressure on people when if that's how you're looking at it and that's what you're considering you're just perpetuating it do you know what i mean anyway but for those of you who do i would really like to invite you and encourage you to adjust your thinking or maybe look at it from a different perspective as far as what a legacy is or what you're concerned about leaving behind when you die Society has pressed on us from, well, maybe not the dawn of time, but for a very long time, that without leaving behind your genes, your children, you know, whatever, that you have no legacy to leave behind and that that's somehow a failure of life. It's, it's not. Live a good life and be a good person. Find a way that you can leave behind something that shows who you were, how you lived, and the people around you will notice that. The people around you will be your legacy. And even if it's, you know, you do want to teach a child or you do want to help raise, you know, a, a decent member of the community, volunteer with big brothers, big sisters. If you're in the States, I'm sure there's different versions of that in other countries as well. Volunteer with the youth. There are plenty of people out there who don't want to have kids, but do want to help make future generations better. Find a way to do that. You don't have to say, I'm child free and I don't want children, but this is the only way that I can leave something behind is if I have these children. Like it's awful, awful, terrible, wrong. Like I'm I'm not the biggest person to say you're wrong, but God, you are wrong. You can do so much more with yourself with your life that doesn't require you to sacrifice something that you're not interested in doing as a whole in general in the first place, if that makes sense. But okay. So that being said, coming back to my midlife crisis, right? Because this is obviously all about me for anyone who does understand what I'm talking about when I'm as things like birthdays approach or, you know, with the current situation that we have going on as far as COVID and how it's, it's kind of affected a lot of people. Um, it does make you look at life and go, I really only have one of these. What am I doing? Am I doing the things that I wanted to do? It does make me think, and I love my birthday. Birthdays are the best. I totally love my birthday. So I'm pumped about my birthday, but I think it's also nice because it's giving me this kind of time to check in with myself, you know, and say, okay, Tiara, you know what, if you're having these feelings or if you're a little bit worried or concerned or scared, you know, I could die tomorrow. Am I going to be happy that I like with what I've done in my life? Mostly the answer to that is yes, but I still want to live 
dear Lord, um, whatever person of death, <laughs> whatever it's called, <laughs> uh, please don't come get me. I, I do want to live, but it, I like having these opportunities to go, this is scary. It is really scary. We do only have one. And you know, those of us, the child free, we're not doing it the way that everyone says to do it. And we do kind of have to navigate this new, what it means to live fully, what it means to be fulfilled. And when you have to sit and reconcile that sometimes it can be scary. And sometimes you can go, what am I doing with my life? So take that, take that and face it. And if that means like I said earlier, doing something that scares you, doing something that's been on your bucket list for however long, um, you know, making a change in, in your life, which is something that I talked about a couple episodes, making big changes just to make sure that once you do get to that deathbed of yours, hopefully you live a nice, long, healthy, as healthy as possible life. When you do get to the end, will you be happy? Are you going to be proud of yourself? forget children. You don't need children to be proud of yourself. Are you going to be proud of the choices that you made and the things that you did in your life because of this kind of left turn that you've made in your decision to not have kids, or even if it's not even get married and not be in a relationship, you decided to go against the norm and make your own path. What does that path look like for you? And tell me, I mean, I'd love to hear other people's thoughts. Does Do you ever think about, wow, I only have one of these. What am I doing? What have I done? And I'm either upset or I'm happy. You know, Which side of that fence do you sit on and what are you doing to change it if you are upset about it, if that makes sense? Yeah. And if you need a legacy, seriously, like talk to someone about it. It, it might actually be really, really worth going to therapy because that... Um, no one should feel that way. You really shouldn't have to feel like your life is worthless if you're not leaving behind a legacy or leave behind a, leave behind a legacy. Go ahead, but just have it be a different legacy. Whatevs. Anyway, that's me for this, um, for this episode. I got a little preachy there, but you know what? Like I said at the beginning, I'm not apologizing because this is serious. And a lot of people face this and a lot of people have this issue, whether you care, or you don't care. It is something that, you know, you have people asking you, what legacy are you going to leave behind if you don't have children and you need to have an answer and you need to be happy with your answer. So, so yeah, think about it. What's your legacy? All right. Bye.